Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for another new day that you have added to us. Another opportunity to look back on our mistakes, on our achievements, on all the new learnings that you provide to us. And we ask for wisdom to apply those learnings in our lives this day. So that out of the knowledge and the wisdom that we gain from you through your word, through your revelation, Father, we are able to align and fine-tune our path to align with yours. That of light, that of your glory, the path that leads to you. We are able to align with Jesus the way, the truth and the life. We thank you, Father, that you call each of us by name to be with you. And you pour out your mercy into this day. This is the day that you have made and you have placed us in it. And your word says that you have plans for us. So we believe you have plans for us for this day as well. Plans to prosper us and give us an expected end. And it is out of that understanding, out of your infinite love that we call on you, our Father. And then we speak into our day, knowing that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And Father, we share the peace and joy that you give us every single morning into our hearts. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. And we share it with all those Christians that do not yet know you personally, do not yet real to them as a person and with all those that do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening in their spirit that they are able to see your truth and your glory, Lord, and let that truth set them free. So with that confidence, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is slow to anger and ever merciful, ever willing to pour out his grace upon our lives the one who is our shield, our strong tower, the one who is our fortress, the one who is a consuming fire, the Father that has loved us with an everlasting love. And we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, our rock, our refuge, the one who taught us faith, the Word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us, the second Adam who was provided as a template by the Father, that we might look at his life, learn from his word, and imitate what he has done, so that our lives might then also be pleasing and acceptable to the Father just as his was. Jesus, the man, the mediator between the Father and us. And we pray in the name of his Spirit, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the one who heals our backsliding, the one who powers our spirit, our ministry, gives life to our mortal body. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, who has now made his tabernacle within us. It is he who grants the revelation, the understanding of what the word is saying to us. 
and it is he who is the executor of the will of the Father. Lord, we seek to strengthen our relationship with you, to come closer to you. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, with the gift of your spirit. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift that we need, everything that is available in the heavenlies. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. All we need to do is ask. You give us that understanding of you who you are. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with destiny. Help us. And today we meditate on the power of relationships, what it can do in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the work of our hands, with food on our table. That we shall not go hungry this day. We thank you, Lord, that you keep calling us personally, individually to come back to you and to be with you. And we empty ourselves out this morning to draw and drink from you again, to receive of our fill in the spirit, so that out of what we have gained there, we are able to command our day with knowledge and with understanding. We are able to walk in abundance and we are able to step towards the dominion that you planned for us, the image and likeness of Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By the precious blood of Jesus, declaring it as our hedge, our line of protection, our barricade in the spirit. That every force of wickedness that comes against it, that is not of Jesus. Let it be judged by that precious blood that has won all victories. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will for all of these lives, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus and we also herald the power in our word, our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it shall not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Today, I'd like to reflect on the power of relationships. And this is such a big topic in itself that our small seven or eight minute reflection will not really cover much, but I'll try to provide as much as we can. God created us to succeed, to live in abundance. And Jesus said he came that we might have that abundance. And for that, he provides us with biblical principles of wisdom that we can use. Today, we reflect on one such principle, which is the power of relationships. 
It's one of the easiest and actually the most common way to succeed in life. That is through relationships and through destiny helpers. Even to grow spiritually, God connects you with a prayer group or an evangelical minister who teaches you secrets of the Bible, who can impart gifts of the Holy Spirit to you. In order to succeed in our Christian life, that relationship with God himself is also of utmost importance. Poor health of that relationship results in inadequacy of achieving abundance. Our spoken word does not carry that authority. And we've seen that in the last three days. Not everything that is spiritual is available for direct download from God. For some things, he will always point you to other persons. God always blesses man through man. He would not step into every single circumstance to bless. He is a God of systems and allocates systems in that way. He will always point you to carriers of that mantle that is required to bless you in that circumstance. And let's look at a few examples now of how in the Bible they are represented there. Let's look at the situation in 1 Samuel chapter 16 where God rejected Saul and wanted David to be anointed as king and he instructed Samuel to do so. But Samuel lamented over Saul for a few days. And until Samuel came out of that lamenting, this anointing of David could not proceed. God could not bypass Samuel. So he couldn't do it until Samuel consented to it and Samuel kept discussing it with God. Now let's look at another example of a person being blessed because of being connected to God's anointed. We go back to Genesis chapter 12, which says Lot went with Abraham when he left his father's house. That was Genesis 12. And then one chapter later in Genesis 13, we see that as Abraham grew wealthy, he was still Abram then. As Abram grew wealthy, Lot grew wealthy as well. That close relationship, connection or association with a person can also bring upliftment, can bring success. And that might come either through learning from them, from their expertise, or simply sharing and working with them and gaining the fruit. It's like riding on their blessings. Let's look at another one then. Where goodwill built up in a relationship can bring favor. Jonathan, the son of Saul, the king of Israel, was a destiny helper to David. He helped David come up the ranks. David was a close friend to Saul. And in 2 Samuel chapter 9, after Jonathan and Saul's death, we see King David asking, and he said, Is there anyone left in Saul's house that I might show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? 
purely out of the relationship that he shared with Jonathan. He was willing to bless someone who did not merit it. David regarded Jonathan as a friend and a brother. And the Bible then goes on to say that he sent Ziba to Lodeba to go and bring Mephibosheth, a man who was crippled from birth and couldn't do anything by himself. He couldn't even look after himself. He received special treatment from David, shared a place at his table for the rest of his life simply because he came under Saul's lineage and David had promised Jonathan. A destiny helper can raise someone who is totally dependent, needy, and maybe even incapable as well. Just purely out of that relationship, that goodwill that was built up by someone else earlier. Many a times the goodwill that our parents build helps us cash in or take advantage of that benefit then that we can gain out of the goodwill that was built when they helped someone in their time and now that person comes back to repay it. What about Elijah and Elisha? Elisha followed Elijah as a disciple and served him. And in return, as Elijah was preparing to be taken up to heaven, he blessed Elisha with a double portion of his anointing. Service can often bring favor and goodwill as well into our lives. I hope we are picking the messages that are coming in there along the way from these examples. It is association with another person a former relationship with someone else that was connected to that person that brings that influence into our life. And serving others in this case. In John 18 verse 16, we see that while Peter waited outside the door of the high priest's house, during the trial of Jesus, another disciple who was known to the high priest came back and spoke to the servant girl on duty there and brought Peter in. When you have someone that can vouch for you, that can speak for you, it can help open doors to you. It can help you get your foot in the door of a new job. It can help you reach places that you would otherwise not be able to reach, that were out of bounds, beyond your access. The Bible also records angels and even birds, ravens as destiny helpers that brought food to Elijah, that brought food to Paul. Sorry, not Elijah, it was Isaiah. Um, let's, to, let's look at some other scriptures. Uh, we have Proverbs 27, verse 17. Now, this is just looking at some scriptures that talk about such relationships. Proverbs 27, verse 17. Brother Savio has done a reflection on this as well a few weeks ago. 
It says, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen. And I might extend it to say, does one man sharpen, educate, influence, support, and bless another? God always blesses man through man. There are quite a few scriptures that talk about bad company as well. That say bad company brings ruin and good company can bring wisdom and good fortune. 1 Corinthians says it in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 6 and then again in 15 verse 33. We also see it in Proverbs 13 verse 20. These are just few of those scriptures in the Bible. Let's look at Another one, Proverbs 19, verse 6. And please pay close attention to this. Many seek favor, many seek the favor of a generous man. And everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. And when you connect that with what the disciple did, with the other disciple did for Peter there and managed to get doors, you can see that that giving of gifts can open doors as well. And this is directly linked to one of the scriptures that we say in our I confess boldly to. Luke 6 verse 38. Give and it shall be given unto you. But be mindful not to use it as bribe. We need to understand the thin line in between and where our intent should be. The Lord just wants us to give out of a good heart, to be givers, to help others. And we need to remember here that what goes around does come around. It may come back to us or in some other way it may come back to our children. We've seen that in the case of David there as well. And on another note, we need to beware of destiny killers. Some relationships, certain friendships can be toxic and destructive. It is up to us to discern those ones that suck the positive energy out of our lives and to then stay away from them. We need to go to the extent of even not sharing certain important pieces of information about our own life, our own developments. What you might share in good faith can be stolen by others. In the Bible, there are many destiny killers that have been recorded as well. There are examples of King Herod that wanted to kill Jesus. Delilah, who posed to be a lover of Samson. And all that she wanted to do was his downfall, bring his downfall. Haman, who tried to have Esther framed. A close friend, Judas, who betrayed Jesus. Anyone that tries to prevent you from accessing Jesus is also a destiny killer. Knowing that your salvation is the ultimate goal. We must stay away from those kind of influences.
we must discern all our engagements our relationships before we connect with them the lord has just put another uh, verse on my head on my heart he's pointing me to psalms 1 and i read psalms 1 verse 1 to 3 and he says blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners nor does he sit in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord here i'm reminded of the words from joshua 1:8 his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law does he meditate day and night that's exactly joshua 1:8 and then he goes on to say in verse 3 and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season his leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he does shall prosper so this is talking about be being aware of certain being aware of certain relationships and staying away from them father in the name of jesus i pray for that discernment for an understanding first of all of how relationships work and to cultivate those good relationships from the start that it becomes part of our nature we don't seek to use others but out of a good nature in our heart we build good relationships that then bless us people genuinely wanting to bless and support us we ask for the discernment as well father to understand the difference between good and bad good relationships and unproductive or destructive ones that we might not be associated with sluggards with people that are wasters of time with people that bring bad habits with people that seek to steal our destiny with people that seek to obstruct our path out of jealousy that we might only associate with those that are like minded that have their hearts focused on you and that are progressive in their thinking and seek to grow together we ask for that discernment and that wisdom in the name of jesus and as we ask for spiritual wisdom father we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease those that are hospitalized this day that will undergo any kind of procedures we pray for all those families that are battling division and separation of any kind for all those also that are battling all kinds of strongholds especially that of poverty ignorance business prayerlessness and those that have been cut off from any kind of hope any kind of help that can come to them everyone kept yoked under any kind of bondage we come against it in the name of jesus we also pray father for all our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved that they might be quickened in their spirit and drawn towards you unless you draw them towards you they cannot come father
Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. We release our prayer and our faith, making it our prayer of agreement, believing that whatever we have spoken, that we shall receive. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit as our prayer of agreement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ada Yes, 
Ya 
scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from Romans 8 28 we know that in everything God works for good with those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This one is from the Amplified Bible, taken from the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, where it is written. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may encourage one another to love and to do good deeds not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ's return approaching. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's reflections and the daily evening prayer sessions as well, the, the morning encounters, the evening rosary and the divine mercy sessions, please share links to those to your friends and family. Invite others that would be interested in praying or reflecting as well during these sessions and invite more of our brothers and our sisters to attend the Friday Bible teachings. Our topic this Friday is a continuation of last week's topic, the new series that has been started on the power of praying in tongues. We will learn in this series about the language of the recreated man, the one that's born again. And why speak in tongues and the New Testament experience. This is a very powerful series. So we, shall, we have shared links and continue to share links again this morning as on our Telegram group. But these links are also available on our YouTube, our Facebook page and our other social media channels. Please share them on whatever platforms you use. Invite others to come. We also have a second scripture that has been shared in the chat this morning. This is from Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Which says, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And a third scripture is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13 and 14, quoted from the NIV, which says, The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, 
you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of these commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And at the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us, just as we've seen it from Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 to 15. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Thursday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. Thank you, please. Thank you, Russell.